Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mythos Manual, a how-to for homebrew RPG. I am your host and GM, Calder Kadavid, and with me are my three starter Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hi, Uh, I am Paul. I play Kafka, the crow and fighter, and really, it's just a very Aquarius choice for me. (laughs) I'm Christy, and I play Kata Maroon, a human snake shifter. Uh, and I am uh, Alan Mills, now playing Domius Malivore, a Dampier psychic. Yes, Domius, our new, the newest edition. He's great, by the way. Is he? And he's got hair, right? He does have hair. In he's my got, head, he's, he's got, bald. But no, he has great hair. No, it, okay. he established. Alan established at length that he has just like perfectly tousled black locks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, great. Well, you guys have cleared past the the snake lair. Somehow, Kata was able to convince it that she was her, its mother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an important question. Yes. What is this snake's name? You, I don't know. No, you've adopted it. You now get to name it. We can't just keep calling it the snake. You have to give it a name the way you named its uh, child. Yeah, I feel like it's got an ancient name that I just don't know yet. Exactly. So maybe what gonna, I don't speak Nagaji. So what are you going to name it instead in the meantime? Um, In the meantime, I shall name it Ra. Okay. Ra? Mm-hmm. Like the sun god. Yeah, no, I follow. Just So it's Ra and Ka? Yeah. I love that. That's very, <laughs> very good. Cool. All right. Well, it is the now the afternoon of day four. You've left the snake's lair without getting into any sort of fight all your resources are still nice and high huzzah and you've just got another handful of miles until you reach the Leroy settlement um now are we planning on camping before the Leroy settlement or camping in the Leroy settlement did we know yet i think the idea is to camp there and then move on okay cool so that gives us an afternoon shift mm-hmm. to get there on the river cool so we've known We've now lo- known Domius for like an hour. Yes, that's about record. About maybe right. maybe three or four hours at this point, but yeah. Cool. So for the length of like one Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> as long as you've known Domius. Okay, cool. Just making sure we understand each and other. And that was enough time for you to fall in love with Aragorn, so I feel like... <sighs> it's true. Mm-hmm. It's just such a compelling... It's fine. <laughs> Oh, by the way, in the spirit of the of the uh, the way that we do this in the you know the movie version of this, uh, Timothy Chalamet, it, Chalamet is that right? Chalamet is playing me. I like this. That's who I look like. Strong choice. Yeah. Okay, a strong Timothy Chalamet kind of vibe from yeah. him. Okay, that's good. That's good. Also, who who is Kata being played by? I have it an might, idea. Oh, what's your idea? My idea only because I feel like that's who your character reminds me of is Tomb Raider. So I'm just thinking Alicia Vikander. Oh. That's who I think. Okay, if you typed, if you take Alicia Vikander's type, and but you make it Padma Lakshmi. Okay, okay. So a little bit more stack. Yeah. Makes sense. And I think for Kafka, I think Kafka is played by Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, as an Asian American, I am outraged. The birds of America are outraged. But ScarJo, she just has dollar signs in her eyes and a yawning black hole where her heart should be. The Audubon <laughs> Society is living. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing her in feathers. Actually, yeah. No, yeah. It, no, I'm picturing her in feathers too. It's incredibly problematic, Alan. I like, I kind of like the idea of like, my, in my head, I always kind of got like more of like the guy who plays Dylan Maxwell. <laughs> well, no, the, the actual perfect person to play, uh, Kafka is our friend Nate Beals, yeah. who is, uh, a very funny dude and just a ton of fun to play with. But he is also a very larger than life person. Yes. This is true. Yeah. All right. He also talks like Kafka. Good plug, by the way. It's nice. <laughs> we love Nate Beals. We podcast. <laughs> so you have the afternoon to do things. What would you like to do? I think um, it, I think we have to get to know our new party member, don't you think, Kata? Mm-hmm. Like, or sorry, uh, I think we have to get to know our new party member. Like, it seems like he's not going anywhere unless we find more ghouls. Well, I'm very curious about that uh, object in your bag. What it is object? uh it is uh it's uh, it's calling to me. I I pull out a sandwich. 
No, no. It is deeper in the bag. I stand behind um, I, I Dominus and move my hands like a triangle. Dominus. Dominus. I move my hands like a triangle. Uh, I pull out uh, another sandwich cut into triangles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me see your bag. Let me see your bag. Uh, no. I keep my shiny things in there. Not to mention the stuff that I'm going to make my nest with. Oh, Birdman, I would like to see your nest. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he pulls out, like, some straw and, like, some threads, some bits of fabric that he's stolen from other stuff. Like, some things that he probably, like, stopped Archibald from eating and then just, like, kept for himself. <laughs> no, no, that is not it. That is not it. It is bigger. It is bigger. It looks like a – it is like a square – Oh, and then I pull out the talking bag, uh, the talking board, because that joke got oh. old. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, I open it up, and uh, immediately the planchet begins to move on its own. Okay. And starts wildly moving. Okay. Right? I read it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I have to make a linguistics check to okay. see how much I can read. Sure. Right, because you're sucking. Pretty sucky at it. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did you roll? I got one thing. Uh, I look at it and I go. I say, "Uh, who is who is this Dr?" Oh, that's Doctor Eulister Burnbook. Um, he's the one that got attacked by the ghouls before we met you. Oh, he's very concerned about something. Did you uh, did you consecrate his body? Uh... did you no? Did oh. you did you remove his head and stake him to the ground when you buried him? Did we need to do that? He wants to know. Did we need to do that? Uh, oh. That wasn't in the reading that oh. I was assigned. You did not do this. N- oh. No. So he then puts his hand on the planchet and you see him moving along the board. I am sorry. And then suddenly the planchet starts moving wildly again. He goes, oh, I do not know what he says. He's too angry. <laughs> oh, no. Is that a linguistics check? Good news. I don't have a linguistics check, but right. I do have a negative penalty to my intelligence score. Let's do this. You don't even, you don't have the occult skill unlock. Well, it doesn't matter. I rolled like a four <laughs> with a minus one. So yeah. Right. Okay. Well, next time we pass back by the ghouls, we should probably take care of the body, assuming it's still there and not eaten by wild animals or ghouls. They eat corpses. Yeah. Oh, true. These are big assumptions. Great. You've talked to your, to your new friend. Do you guys want to do anything else in the, in your well, pastime no, on the boat? So, uh, how did you know? I mean, wh- where are you from? We're kind of from all over the place, but we're really here on an academic excursion for Chermov University. Have you heard of Chermov? Go goats! My mother is from Chermov. Oh, uh, she, okay. She came to the colony. She, she she was fleeing my father, who was very violent and abusive. Oh, that's unfortunate. I've never met him, of course. Well, that's good. We're all kind of ish from Chermov. And we're here exploring. And it's fantastic. And we're so excited that you are here with us. Because you're kind of creepy and I kind of like that. It will be interesting to see the colony again. It has been many years. How many years, Ruth? She's not there. Ruth? Uh, Ruth's not there. It's just the three of us. I stopped. We were on the boat. Yeah. Yeah, but we're well, like the same way that the the five remaining human laborers are over talking about their personal lives. Like we are over on this other corner. I make a mental note to ask Ruth later because I'm pretty convinced that this guy does not have his timeline straight. Okay. (laughs) It has been uh, many years. Uh, I have not scavenged in the colony since my friend died. Your your friend? Who is your friend? Yeah, I thought that just happened. I do not remember exactly. I, and I and I'm sorry. I just I do not remember his name. We lived together for many years. I remember him getting old. Can I just do a sense motive check real quick, just to make sure he's not lying? Sure. Like he didn't yeah, eat no him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A twenty. Twenty. Um, you can tell he doesn't seem like he's lying, but he does seem just generally confused. Okay, that's that there, good enough. That there's some big gaps in his memory. Yeah, that that is good enough. As long as he is not lying and not setting us up to be eaten, then I'm good. We continue to the place. Do you yeah. have anything out there? To Leroy Colony. How long will it take? Approximately. Do we have any more days on this boat? Are we going to carry this boat with us? Uh, yeah, you're probably going to carry the boat. With okay. You. But it folds up so neatly. I would like to find the book in the library that 
It has information about Medusas in it, and I would like to put it in my backpack instead of in the folded-up library boat. Okay. Great. You want to take a little book on on Medusas? This yeah. A book that has a like, general. Yeah, the book that had all the like in it. snake people information and the Medusas in it. I would like to be able to continue reading that without having to unfold the book every, the boat every time. Okay. Great. That makes sense. There's a little copy of a book. It's a uh, Hornbar's a Medusa study. Great. Perfect. <laughs> Professor Hornbar, who spent many years amongst the Medusa. Fantastic. <laughs> I... He is sadly a statue now. Uh, okay, well, that happens. Yeah. Casualties of the job. I put it in my backpack. Okay, great. All right, uh, you guys make camp for the evening. You're just outside the colony. You imagine just a few miles uh, downstream from it. Everyone's kind of pitching up tents for the evening. People are kind of nervous. Ruth looks pretty nervous about returning. What does it look like in the distance? Uh, you actually really can't see anything from the distance unless you've got above the tree line. Okay. All right, and in this evening, Kafka, you still have ghoul fever. Uh, could you remind me how the new like disease rules work again, just real quick? The way it works instead, it's very similar to the old disease rules, but instead of taking points away from a score, you're essentially following around a track that gets better or worse depending on how sick you are. Mm-hmm. So you're at stage one of ghoul fever, which made you weakened. I think you took a penalty to your fortitude saves. Yes. I did. Okay, so what you're going to do now is tonight you're going to make an additional fortitude save. If you fail this one, you will scale, you will slide further down the progression of uh, this of diseases. Uh, yeah, that's an eleven. That's an eleven. That is not enough. That is another failed check. Uh, do you have an emerald? Actually, yeah, I do. As it happens, Alan. <laughs> I do have an emerald, and I don't think it would be good for the party to lose a second party member. I want to let you know you would become impaired, which means you would take an additional negative two penalty on fortitude and constitution checks. Which is really bad for a guy who's all about the constitution. Yeah. You, you essentially have a negative four penalty to your fortitude saves and to, against poisons. And even when you get hit by a poison, you still take the initial bit of it, even if you pass. Holy crow. Yeah. And that's if he just moves down the track farther? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I but see somebody putting an emerald on the table. It was, it's, <laughs> what, it's what tends to happen if this emerald does not pan out. And I'm, for the astute listener at home, I am putting an emerald on the table. Uh, let's cash in those emeralds. Well, I mean, I feel like I need to, and then I just need to role play my heart and soul out so I get more. Because you guys will be so moved by my performance. Okay, I'm going to make a re-roll with this emerald. Go for it. Okay, 16. That is much better. No shit. It is much better. You do not slide further into ghoul fever. Instead, you still have the condition you previously had, but you're feeling better a little bit. If you succeed on an additional save tomorrow night, it's gone. Okay, so I just have to go another day with this Mm -hmm. and then not roll like I did before. Yeah, you were taking a negative two penalty. Too. Not that it mattered because you got a sixteen. Mm-hmm. You would have cleared it at a fourteen. But just so you know, the, that ch- check would be affected by this. Yeah, condition. I know. I was already adjusting. Okay, cool. Well then, great. All right. And Kafka's looking a little more alive, a little less like a ghoul. Good. Yeah. It's so difficult to tell. A tangle. <laughs> there it is. Do we get to talk to some other people tonight, or? Or just are we just getting to know each other? I think everybody's very tired and introverted, Alan. And fine, then I will spend I will spend the the night learning more about these guys. And just... Oh, wait, are you nocturnal as a damp here? No, I'm not. I'm a daywalker, actually. Oh, okay. Do thanks for asking because do... there are differences. Mm-hmm. Do damp here sleep? Yes. Okay. Great. Yeah. Cool. So you guys kind of. Pitch up tents, start fires, everyone's kind of, you know, slicing up some food. I hope someone has a tent for me. Malik says, yeah, I got a tent for you. It's going to be, ooh, let's see, one of my nicest tents. That's all I got. We only have nice tents, of course. It's going to be about uh, 10 gold for one of these nice tents. How much gold do you have? I do not have any gold. Ooh, no gold? No gold? Ooh, ooh, maybe you'll find someone to bunk with you for the night. I give him gold. Oh, hey, Kata. And he kind of rubs the gold against his ears. Mm, love the sound of that money. 
Alright, here, let me get to, uh, it's my finest tent, you know? I got, we got a whole bunch of these. He gives you a big old tent. I do not know if that looks like a fine tent, but I suppose I do have no choice. There's a pretty <laughs> big upcharge on it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kata. You're welcome. Is, that, is everyone at full HP? I, yeah. I am. Okay. As full as I can be. Well, then great. I am up in a hammock. In a tree. Okay. With cop. I have nested. How do you feel being around people again, Dominus? Oh, it's actually very weird Domius? to hear. Domius. Domius. Yeah, I'm having the hardest time. I know, because his name had changed so many times, okay. but it's Domius. Domius. Okay, God. Um, it's D, it's, it actually did D-A-H-M-I-U-S. Okay. Domius. Think Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. Like Dahmer. Yes. Dahmer, Domius. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, no, it's very strange. In fact, I, I, I did want to spend a little more time with Ruth. Oh, okay. Um, and had talked about, you know, her mother and... Uh, Ruth is on the boat. She is pepping up a couple. Uh, looks like she's making a sembu bean paste. Okay. Ruth. Uh, oh, Damius. It. Hello. How are you feeling? I am feeling better. Thank you. I am. I was. I was thrown by you. You look so much like your mother. Oh. Thank you. That's really kind for you, of you to say. She was so kind to me when I was young, like you. Mm-hmm. When we were young. Right. I... Right. She, she's <laughs> like, she's she's compassionate, also a little annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, of course. Yes, my mother. She she was a, a powerful, strong warrior. Do you, do you remember her? I do. Um, Lisa Beck. Lisa Beck, yes. Y- yes. Yes, that was her name. We, we lived in the big blue house. Yes, I do remember the house. Yes, it was blue. Like you say. In your family, you, you were down the street. We were, yes. I do not remember the house, though. I, it's, it's faded from my memory, too. I, I want to say it was a peach color. I, it's been a while. I lived in a peach house. In a peach house. Oh, how odd. <laughs> <laughs> Seems rather tacky. <laughs> It was um, the style. It was twenty, you know, it was thirty, forty years ago. It was, it was in vogue oh. at the time. Yes, I suppose. Um, your daughter, Anushka. She looks so much like you. Thank you. The I... you that I remember. Right. <laughs> God. I... She is very beautiful. I'm. I'm very. I'm very proud of her. She's turning into a strong, remarkable young woman. I'm so happy to hear that. I. I look forward to uh, rejoining this life that others seem to be living. Yes, I, I can only imagine what your life has been like 20 plus years in this jungle by, well, by yourself. I, I've only been alone somewhat recently. I did, I did have a friend who survived. That's right. For a while. You, you said that. Do you remember who it was? How can you not remember? I, there are, things get cloudy sometimes in my mind. I, I, I lose things. It is the it is it is the salt it is the it is the jungle that does this. I can understand that. Being alone, being in this place, seeing what you saw at the colony, I I'm so sorry, Damius. I'm I'm so sorry. I remember how savage they were. I do but I can't remember what they look like. Well, hopefully we won't see them whatever they were. They had to have gone by now. It's it's been 20 years. You don't think they're still in the colony? Are we are we sailing to a death trap? Damis, do, do you know something? I, I do not. I do not know. I could not remember. Okay, you're right. I'm. You, you should get some sleep. You, you've had a long day. We've all had a long day. Good night, Damis. Good night, Ruth. And she walks off. I'll walk off too. And see. And see. The, the curtain falls. Sad, tragic stories. Yeah. Alright. It's the morning. The crow... Well, Kafka... Excuse me. <laughs> Does Kafka have like some sort of rooster call? I imagine Kafka gets up pretty early to do his reps. Yeah. First off, Kafka absolutely gets up early to do his reps. You think a body like this just makes itself while the rest of you sleep? Yes. The answer is yes. That's how that happens. D- does he caw when the sun comes up, though? Well, first off, I would remind you that we established last week that... Kafka can imitate bird calls, and specifically, he imitated a rooster call. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the answer is yes. Absolutely, Kafka 
crows when the sun comes up nice. every morning into this jungle full of monsters. <laughs> the crew keeps asking him to stop. He just keeps doing it. It's a force of habit more than anything else, really. Yeah. All right. We're moving on. Suresh. All right, everyone. We should be reaching the colony. It's just a couple miles up ahead. Everyone be on the lookout. Be aware. Keep your guards up. I don't... I don't really quite know what's going to be there. I suspect we'll find an empty colony, but, you know, uh, the scary part in my brain goes off a little bit and maybe it'll be full of horrible monsters. I don't, I don't actually technically know, but I'm betting we'll be fine. (laughs) Okay. I'm willing to bet all our lives on it. So that's how confident I am. (laughs) Noted. It will be sad if I lose all of you as well. (laughs) I'm just getting to know you. And it's a bit of a lazy journey. It's unremarkable. It's more jungle that you've seen before. Until it does change very dramatically. Can I make a perception check? Go for it. Sweet. That's going to be a 23. Okay. You are able to make out... The, a couple tall steeples just above the trees, the tree line before, you see the full entirety of the place, and it is a big place. It isn't just a handful of little buildings like the like this, the Serpent Tribe was. This seems like this was a large place. Lots of big buildings. And the way you see it is that there was obviously a small little dock, a, a good porch out in front where they would do a lot of river trade. A lot of it's been washed away, a lot of, and you see a lot of ruined buildings. A, a number of buildings were obviously lined up against the river itself, and a lot of them have been completely washed away. You just see bases, scattered wood, ruins throughout, the, throughout all this. Beyond that, beyond the port, you see it opens up into a deeper area, and you see there are a bunch of squat buildings surrounding what looks like a, a town square. A half-collapsed gazebo stands in the center of it, and there is are two larger buildings at the far end of it. One that it has a like a, a, a nice pinch, uh, like a pinched steepled roof, and another with a lot with a with a uh, kind of a dome structure. And from there, that's just kind of and that is what you can tell is that what looks like maybe a, a town square. And from there, rows of houses mostly collapsed. Uh, fan out in the east and west directions and you see from there uh, what all you're able to make out is that there's pro- that the tree line is gone for a long time a lot of this area is now being retaken by the jungle but it hasn't happened entirely yet there's a lot of vegetation everywhere vines covering everything but it is still very obviously ruins of a of, an, of like a western-esque settlement in the middle of the jungle and a very large swath of area has been cleared away. Suresh <laughs> anchors the boat. All right, everyone, uh, step off. I don't see anything too dangerous. Looks like uh, like ruins, like anything else. Like ruins we'll be studying, just a little bit more recent. Think of it that way. <laughs> everyone starts kind of loading off the boat. The laborers are starting to pull bags, pull crates. Everything's coming off. All right, I'll give us the morning to look through the village, or to look through the settlement. There, there could be something left, maybe some items of interest, who knows? We can maybe piece together what happened to some of these people. What is it that you are looking for? Oh, nothing in particular. I was hoping to find maybe some uh, some artifacts from the era. There was This was a whole colony, and we don't know what happened to them. Maybe we can answer some questions. My wife would certainly like to know. Wouldn't you like to know, Ruth, what happened to everyone who lived here? None of these things saved them, and none of these things will save you either. Uh, Do you not see this? Well, that's an incredibly cryptic thing to say. Yes. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I do not mean to be gloomy. You're, you're bumming me out. <laughs> you're, you're a little gloomy. We're just, I'm just trying to put a little bit of a, a little group together. Maybe you could find some cool swords. That would be nice. <laughs> I, I shall look for these swords then. Good. Fine swords. Yeah, we go look for stuff. I am down for sword hunting. Mm-hmm. I shifted into my minor form, just for funsies. Okay. Be careful. We we don't know what to expect out there. Uh, and everyone, be ready to get going. I don't want to stay all day in this place. We, I, we're losing time. 
We should be trying to set out into the jungle by mid-afternoon. You are going deeper into the jungle. Oh, yes, we're going to Poema, the ancient site of, of the Venara. Well, I do not I do not think I know this. Oh, no, it, it, it's ancient, you see. It, it's, it, no one's been there in thousands of years. Oh, but that sounds even more dangerous. It, it might be. It, it might be. But luckily, you have some sort of brain magic, so use that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll keep you safe. That's what we're calling you from now on. You're a brain wizard. Yep. All right. So you guys uh, step off the boat. The laborers are busy unpacking. It'll probably take them a couple hours to fully take care of the boat and everything. But they've gotten a little better at it since. Wait, hang on. Why? Are, if we're trying to get on the way, why are the laborers unpacking? They're unpacking the boat? Because we have to go to the jungle by foot? Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, from here, Poema. Yes. Uh, Poema is deeper into the jungle There's, you can't get to uh, it's not on the river got we're it done with the river goodbye river you were fun while you lasted river mm-hmm. okay so while they do that i guess it behooves us to maybe start exploring start with the waterfront and work our way in yeah you see the waterfront there it's it's mostly collapsed buildings everything about this place it you can tell there was a lot of ornate beautiful architecture a really kind of unique marble in the center of a sweltering jungle but it's all been left to ruin. There are just collapsed buildings, paint peeling off of the walls, splintered beams, like uh, buildings that are on a, a significant tilt. Hmm. How did that happen? Lack of maintenance. But a lot of, uh, no one's got knowledge engineering. Um, yeah, we're all pretty useless at all the practical things. Yeah. Okay. Uh, give me knowledge nature. I, I don't do. have that. That I can do. It's only a 15, but... That's fine. You're able to recognize signs of flooding. Maybe a number of years ago, the river flooded very widely here and probably knocked out a lot of whatever buildings were kind of mm-hmm. standing next to it. It's kind of caused a lot of the ruin, a lot of water damage. And you're also able to see animal tracks carrying through this. Like, this is a, a pretty worn area. The jungle is almost as pretty much reclaimed Leroy and is slowly swallowing it back up. Mm. It hurts my heart to see it like this. Ruth is also walking near you, folk. She's got uh, Dalton with her. Suresh is behind them with Anushka. You see Shayaka and Chelly and Malik are instructing the laborers on how to carry some of the more precious cargo and figuring that whole thing out. Ruth looks over to Suresh and says, I want to go look at my house. I, it, it's been too long. I need to. I want a piece of my parents. I, I was never able to really say goodbye. After we, we visited when we were in undergrad, and that was the last time I saw them, and Mr. Rush was like, "Yes, uh, it was. They were very good hosts. I uh, had a very nice time meeting your family. I'm, I'm glad I was able to." And she's like, "Well, I want to go pay my respects." All right. Well, I don't want to bother you. That seems very personal. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go look around in the old potion shop. Maybe I can find a potion, something to make me stronger for the journey. Anushka, come with me. And Dad, I, I. Don't want to. <laughs> well, I, you can't just wander around the jungle. It's not safe. Anushka, what if we went to your mother's house with you? Um, you want to take me to my mom's house? Why not? Okay. And Ruth looks like kind of like has like that biggest smile. And she's like, you want to see my house? The place I grew up in? And Anushka's like, oh, I. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fun. This place isn't super depressing. <laughs> Um, um, actually, I, I take Anushka's hand. I say, Anushka, mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be interesting. Okay, you're you're very nice. Let's go. And you guys start heading over towards the uh, town square. Ruth is able to say, she's like, well, you can get to my house most easily. We're on the west side from the town square. You remember that's where the the blue house was. You, you remember? I nod. Yes. Uh, okay. And you guys make your way into the town. And once you guys in, get there, you see there's probably the, at one point a very beautiful manicured space. Like the shops would have all been brightly colored buildings, big awnings over them, like big glass displays. And all of that is just decimated. All the windows are smashed. Most of the buildings are half collapsed. But most alarming of all is that there are hundreds of bodies in the center of the town square 
all lined up perfectly neat in tight circles, centering out from the center of the gazebo. What's in the gazebo? As far What's as you, in the gazebo? As far as you can tell, the gazebo is empty. Everything in me wants to throw a rock at it, but that's the wrong choice. So I'm not going this to. Is, this is not the way that I remember it. And Ruth like stops her and was like, <gasps> What? Oh my, so many dead. I knew that this was most likely the cause. Part of me had always hoped that there were more survivors, that they were just out here somehow, and I, I had held on to that for so long. What happened? Donnie, what happened? I wish I could tell you. All right, what do you guys want to do? Can we heal check the bodies and see, like, h- how recently they... That thing is a great idea. ...died? 15. Most of the bodies are near skeletal. Some of them still wear tatters of clothing. But they've been out exposed to the elements out here for years. Okay. Which knowledge check would it take to learn the significance of how they're arranged? That's a... Maybe religion? Knowledge of religion. Cool. I don't have that, so... I do. I did not major in religion. 16. Any significance? It looks like these, they might have been part of some sort of offering. You seem to be some offering to something. Hmm. But to whomst? <laughs> God damn it. There are many dark gods in the jungle. The, uh, the beastkin, they, they worship dark gods. Who? I'm a beastkin. I have never stopped to ask. <laughs> Do the bodies look like they were mutilated and damaged, or they look like they just kind of died? Like most of them look like they were are, are look broken. Like their okay. bones are broken. You see evidence of like large slash wounds, shattered femurs and skulls. Oof. Okay. So that's pretty rough. Yeah. Do the do the body Ev- show any signs of moving or no. activity? Good. Um, everybody make a will save as you look, as you behold this sight. Yeah, that's what I thought. 17. You're fine. 10. Yeah. 20. Kata, you're spooked. <laughs> it's sad. And you freaked out a little bit. I'm not okay. No. And you're not going to feel okay until you're out of Leroy. That sucks. Archibald uh, kind of clops up and he sort of nuzzles you. And for a moment you think that he's being comforting, but it turns out he's just trying to get at what's in your pocket. <laughs> Silly goat. Does Archibald have like one of those like obnoxious bells on? I hope not. I would have taken it off ages ago. Yeah, if that was a you know, that, that goat bell. I don't more of a clank. I don't think goat bells are a thing, dude. <sighs> I think I'm right. No, I, they are a thing. They definitely. Yeah, it's they it, are it definitely doesn't a jingle more of a good That would just spacey. That is just a cowbell. Yeah, I think they're also cowbells. But it's like smaller, so it's a goat bell. But I definitely would have taken that off of Archibald immediately. He's Agreed. bad at sneaking. That's true. It makes him worse. Especially okay. when we were trying to get him inside that, uh, the place we were staying. Does, does Archibald get a plus two to stealth if, he, if we take the bell off of him? No, he no longer <laughs> has the penalty to stealth. What happens is you're looking at this horrific display of corpses. Suresh saddles up next to you guys. Oh, what's... This is horrible. Yeah. These poor people. It's very sad. I'm going to go look in that potions room. Wife, are you okay? And she is just like devastated. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm okay. Okay, good. I'll, um, I'll catch up with you all soon. And he just makes a beeline for this potion, rundown potion shop on the side of the square. Uh, I just got a twenty-three for sense motive. Um, he seems really. It's a nat twenty. Yeah. Okay, it's fine. It seems Suresh seems like somebody who doesn't always think about people's feelings very well, like in that, that kind of academic type. Mm-hmm. It's, it just seems very invested in like looking through this potion shop. Okay. I'll take it. Well, Anushka, I told you it'd be interesting. And look, here it is. Well, this is really freaky. I I, I don't like this. Can we can we please go somewhere else? What's going this is awful. Well let's just let's just go to the house then. Okay. Yeah, let's let's go look let's just get out of here. Yeah. Ar- Archibald follows with like a human femur in his teeth. Oh, don't uh, move it. That's macabre. Uh, Archibald doesn't care. Archibald is macabre. Archibald, like, Archibald like I think it's very important to me that it, it'd be kind of ambiguous like how much of Archibald is him being a dumb animal and how much of Archibald is like maybe some active malice from the fact that he's just this black goat with horrible goat eyes. Kid is 
visibly not the same. Yeah. Kate is, like, not doing so hot being in this town. Are you, like, shifting wildly between snake and non-snake? Yeah, I'm, like, in and out of my minor form. I can't seem to, like, stand still. To focus on I'm, it. I'm, like, not not okay. Ruth looks out and she's like, I, I hate to imagine that my parents are in this pile. Do we need to look for them? I... I can't. I can't do that. I, I need to get out of here. They may not be. Many people fled. Many people made it into the jungle. You're right. You're right. There. Maybe there's more survivors out there. More people like you. It is possible. You're. You're right. I shouldn't give up hope. We should never give up hope. Take her hands. No, she, we should not. He, he. She takes. She holds your hand back. She gives it a squeeze. Does the look like linger? Maybe a moment too long. No, your character is pretty obviously gay. Is that not? Well, I don't know if I haven't talked much about my friend yet. Right. You know. But like you know, like people. But we did live together in a treehouse for like you know. Yeah. More than a decade. What kind of vibe? You know, what kind of vibe? And I am kind of. I am kind of wayfish. Yeah. And Twinkie. Look, I understand that. What I'm trying to get across here is that Kafka has terrible gaydar. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Look, Kafka has a plus nine to perception, which makes him the most perceptive member of the party, and he has horrible gaydar. <laughs> this is canon. I also kind of just generally don't play straight characters. So you guys want to? Leave, you guys leave the uh, the the town square, heading towards the yeah. I house. find it real it, creepy. And it's just too many bodies to realistically begin burying them. I don't even know what the logistics of that would be. Okay. I feel like you need to burn them. I also feel like them. we don't want to disrupt the pattern. But you have all these workers. We just They'll be thrilled. Maybe we should maybe we should create the mass grave. Uh, not the worst idea in the world. Did we... We haven't figured out what this power is. Did that? Yeah. Regardless, we are here to see Ruth's home. Do you want to explore the area more, or...? I'm yeah. too scared, I okay. think. Like, realistically. You're not so scared that you have to run away from it, but you're scared. Like, you have to kind of roleplay that out. And however your character would confront that. You're spooked at the moment. I I think I am brave enough to venture in towards the center of it, but I don't think I'm brave enough to go too much farther outside the square. Because the square seems open. So you're walking into the into the in, wading into the bodies a little bit? Yeah, I think so. Because okay. they're like laying on the ground, yes? Yes. It's skeleton. Why don't you give me a perception check as you wade through these skeletons? Oof. Nine. Nine? Okay. You recognize Oh, and, and negative two, seven. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you see. You think you see some of the skeletons moving. You think oh, you see some no. of them rising. Like for a moment, you feel you could have sworn one grabs your ankle as you walk by. Oh, okay. I go out of the circle. Okay. I leave the circle. All right. I'm not okay with this. No. Uh, Ruth looks. Over, we should. We should get out of here. Yeah. I don't, all right, I, let's go. I don't uh-huh. like this. I would like to leave. I knock on the window of the potion shop. You see Suresh kind of clanging around. Hello. What, what is it? Uh, yeah, we're, we're getting out of here. Um, there are more dead people than not dead people. Um, and that's like enough for us. Like, we're, we're good. Okay. Uh, you, you just see the sign outside of the potion shop that says Mephilti's Tinctures. And it, like the half of it's broken up. And he just seems like he's ducked under a counter, like just pulling things up and throwing them across the room. I haven't found much of anything. You you go on ahead. I'll keep looking around. Really quickly, through the window, I want to do a perception check, see if there's anything of value in there. Sure. Nope, that was a nat one. I don't see anything of worth. All right, you guys come over to this uh, western side of this of the town. Rows of houses, a lot of them have collapsed, and it's more of the same: paint peeling off walls, doors flung open, a lot of them broken off of hinges. Uh, and very shortly, you come across the Cold Creek House, and Ruth stops in her tracks and just starts looking up at this big two-story house. I never thought I would ever be back here. This is my home. My father, my mother, they they lived here. They, I guess they died here. Oh, I hold her. I mean, okay. Poor Ruth. Yeah, I think, okay, I think what happens is, is it, well, this place has been around for a long time. We don't know if there's any more bodies in there or it could be haunted. Or Duke Luca could be in there for all we know. So whatever we do, we have to be very careful about... And Archibald just runs right past me and just clops right in. <laughs> oh, that Archie. Yeah. And uh, 
And I'm like, no, my, my grade. And I follow. <laughs> Perhaps, Ruth, we can find something that you can remember your parents by. That would be, I would like that. Uh, something to remember my, my mother and my father. My mother, she was, I don't know if you remember, she was a, she was a soldier. She fought in the Gallern Revolution against Quincy. She was so brave and, and beautiful and powerful. I wanted to be so, just like her. My dad was, he was quiet, a mage. We came here because there was good work for, for mages in the colony. They were highly valued to accommodate the lifestyle here. Yes, yes, my mother was a mage as well. Yes, there was, there was a good number of them here. There's still, the, the mage's villa is, still stands in the town square if we wanted to look at that afterwards. We should. Yes. Um, but first, let's, let's just go in and see what we can find. You hear, like, broken glass or, like, a plate falling. A damn goat. When you go inside, I'm going to cast Detect Psychic Significance and see if I can find something with meaning. Oh, I love that. Okay, great. Yeah. You guys all head inside? Yep. Or things mm. with meaning. Anushka comes with, too, and she's like, I am not going to be out here by myself. <laughs> I'm already inside, just careening around. Okay. You get inside, it is mostly ruined in here. This place is a mess. Furniture upturned, everything spoiled and ruined. All right, and you want to make detect? Yeah, detect significance. Just looking around, seeing there's like a teddy bear or a candlestick or a locket. Okay. Or a murder weapon. Right. Or a murder weapon. Yeah. You find a silver pen case underneath some rubble. It's, oh. It's kind of glowing with some significance. I, I dust it off. This. Do you remember this? I. Yes. This is. This was my father's. This was his pen case. It. And she opens it up, and it's got this beautiful, ornate pen with her father's initials printed on it. He used this every day to do his notes and his studies. This is wonderful. Thank you, Dommies. Thank you so much. I look, I look around, like, like immediately, is there the pens that are that went with it? Are they gone? There's one pen. There was a pen oh. in the case. Oh, there's a pen in the case. Okay. Yeah. Got it. She, but there's... I can't find anything here of my mother's. Maybe there's something upstairs in the bedroom. Okay. You're upstairs. more crashing from upstairs. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's get upstairs. <laughs> she gets upstairs. She, she kind of darts into another room. She goes, oh, this was my room. I Let's see. Looking around again. You, there's a, a book. You see a, a book. Oh, I, I reach for the book, and I pull it I pull it off. I start dusting it off. It's uh, it's kind, it's it's water. It's a little bit of water damage, but it's mostly okay of, of Auntie Ducky's Dreamlands. So this is a book that's hers. hers. Yes. Oh, then I, I see. I, I remember you reading this. Oh, Auntie Ducky's Dreamlands. They would read to me this every night to go to sleep. Oh, these... Anushka, did, do you remember? I, I used to read these to you when you were a little girl. And she's like, I don't need any stories from Auntie Ducky's right now, Mom. <laughs> this, I'm not in the mood. Oh, okay, well, I'm going to hold on to this. This is so... This is... Oh wow! This was my room. I would dress here. My my dresser was here. My 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 bed. This is a. We would sneak out that window. Yes. Do you remember? And we would look at the moon and dream of bigger places. <laughs> Your mother would get so angry with us for going into the jungle. Oh, we were we were scamps. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's find something for my mother. The the master was just over this way. Okay. You guys all follow over that way. And you come into the master, and there is a big smell when you guys come in here, though. it's Something smells rotten in the master bedroom. Oh, boy. Oh, what is that? I... Oh, it smells... It smells awful. Can I roll a perception check to try and identify it? Yeah, go for it. That's going to be a 19. You see that there is, like, large chunks of carrion in this room. Oh, sweet. Know, and Who's you, hungry? And you notice that there is a large hole in the ceiling and in the floor. Okay. And there's, uh, where the master bed was, there is just, like, this big, nasty pile of, like, where you kind of tell a four-post bed once was, and all the bedding is rotted away, and it just kind of, like, there's just, like, bits of fur and decaying sheets and clothes in a big old pile in the center of the room. You do also notice on the opposite wall... A, uh, kind of fall into the ground some sort of sword and ornate set of armor. Okay. First of all, uh, I say, oh, sweet! A shiny thing! And I run for it. 
Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> but in the meantime, does maybe somebody want to do like a knowledge of Birdman. nature? Birdman. <laughs> yeah, I'll knowledge nature the, the holes in the, in the holes. Sure, go for it. As Kafka runs across the room. That's actually that's a 19. 19? You recognize this. You kind of get the sense like, well, maybe this is some sort of creature's den now. But it doesn't, you can't match any creatures you think of. Like the patterning's wrong. What everything looks like is wrong. Give me a survival check as you look around here. Kind of trying to identify what could be happening. Oh, 21. You see the pattern of dozens and dozens of tiny little legs that seem to be moving up through the hole that leads down to the kitchen from here and up through the ceiling and through this bedding area. So a killer centipede? It looks like this is the, your best guess is that this is the layer of some sort of giant centipede. I don't like it. I would like to leave. But I see the shiny things and I pick them up. <laughs> All right. As Kafka makes his way over to the shiny things, mm. from beneath this, this pile of clothes and rot and fur kind of, kind of moves up and down for a moment and you see two long antennae. Mm. Poke through the top of this mount, and it suddenly bursts, and the debris is scattered everywhere as an enormous, twelve-foot-long, thick centipede hisses at you <laughs> and goes to strike. Everyone, roll for initiative. I was going to ask if I could have perceived. Rose it behind me and out of my sight. It, it would now be behind you, but I, I had no chance to perceive for it. Um, you said you just ran across the room. Okay, fair enough. Okay. All right. Everyone roll for initiative. Dominus. 11. 11. Kata. 22. And Kafka. 6. Okay. Did not go well for me. Great. Kata, this enormous centipede has raised its ugly head and looks ferocious. It is huge. Mm -hmm. Literally, that's the size category. It's huge. It is literally huge. Yes. Cool. Hmm. Has a huge reach. We're gonna suck. I guess I am going to use my sling, which sucks, but I really don't want to get close to it right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and do that. I'm gonna go pull out it. my sling and I'm gonna fire at it without moving, because okay. I don't think it can reach me at 30 feet away, 20 feet away. Okay. Let's do that. Does a 20 hit? 20 hits. Great. Please take. Five damage. Right. Does a centipede count as a snake? It does not count as a snake. <laughs> Are you sure? It has legs. Yeah, lots the of big, them. That's the big difference. Okay, just checking. It I would have gotten an a bonus. It's and okay. not, a, not a reptile. I, it slithers and is big. Chrissy, you still have an action. Drawing your sling, firing your sling. Third action? Can she fire again? You good? Oh, great. And then just do the negative five, negative roll, five. right? Okay, 14. 14 misses. Your, your your stone goes wide. Okay, uh, Damius, your turn. Okay, so um, as a swift action, my dark half emerges. Wait, what? What? <laughs> what the fuck? What's your dark half? How dare you defile? I get my accent wrong. <laughs> How dare you defile this this sacred home? My eyes go black. <gasps> Ooh. Um, I shoot out a, a rave enfeeblement at it. Um, I have... My base test was 4 plus 4, so I have a 16 to hit. That's definitely going to hit a set chase. Okay, so um, then it makes a fort save. Okay, I'm going to make a little fortitude save. That big one. Oh, fuck. 12. Okay, uh, it has 4 points of strength drain. 4 points of strength drain. Whoa. Oh, shit. Okay. What happened? Uh, nothing. It, well, yeah, describe it to us a little bit while I well, change the stats. Like this this like sort of like ripple of, of like wavy dark energy just shoots from me and suddenly this thing seems to lose vitality weird yeah wow okay that's great how long does that last for one round per so two rounds two rounds kill it kill it guys you got it you take a big chunk out of it. a lot of its strength well yeah you just have to a good amount of its strength it's a very strong creature i just hope it hits a little, little less it's gonna hit a little less now that's what I like to hear. That is a nice little use of spell. Good job. Okay. Now it is the awful, awful centipede's turn. Oh, great. It kind of squiggles around really quick, and it makes a darting bite at Kafka, who passes in front of him. Yeah. 
Come on, another two. All right, well, that is going to miss you, Kafka. <laughs> it is then going to try to slap Archibald with his tail. Why Archibald? Because I can. But you have to get through me. Uh, I have a reach. I, can, I, I can't reach Archibald. You but. can just reach around mm -hmm. without invoking an attack of opportunity? Yeah, yeah. All right, then fine. Give Archibald your reach around. <laughs> does 14 hit Archibald? Yes, that does. Okay. Oh, I tried to help you guys. I appreciate it. Archibald takes five non-lethal damage. Whew, okay, non-lethal. Uh, I feel a lot better about non-lethal. Um, cool, yeah. He's still on his hooves. You dodge like this horrific kind of drooling bite, and then its tail just like flicks Archibald in the butt. <laughs> yes. Kafka, it's your turn. You are in base contact with it currently. I am? Mm -hmm. That makes it a lot easier. That's my semester project, you butt! And then I uh, attack it. Okay. So, first attack. Ooh. Oh, that was not a very good round for our good buddy Kafka. I'm going to assume a 10 doesn't hit. No. I'm going to assume an 8 doesn't hit. No. And I'm going to assume a 4 doesn't hit. Rough. He has a very, you know, it's thick, chitinous membranes are protected. And... It snarls. It, you think it snarls? It's hard to tell with a centipede. Yeah, and then um, I think Archibald, his spunk is exhausted. I think <laughs> he is. He has literally saved my life in some combats, but I think in this case, he backs out of the way of its huge reach. Great. Okay. He's yeah. Well, he's free to move. Kata, it's your turn. Just to clarify, Ruth and Anishka are not fighting. On the top of the round. Ruth yells, Anushka isn't safe. Anushka's like, we should help mom. And she's like, I don't want to hear it. We have to go. And she pushes her daughter down, back down the stairs. Oh, oh well, fine. <laughs> okay. They're nope. not helping. Noted. Um, I'm going to, the centipede is currently bothering with Kafka, yes? Yes. Mm -hmm. Great. I'm going to run up behind it and flank it. Claw, claw. When you come with it, is it, it sees you coming at, uh, coming at it and it tries to bite you before you can get up to it. Alright. 21 to hit. Yeah. It's gonna hit ya. It's gonna do a big ol' a big ol' amount of damage. I need you to make a fortitude save as it strikes you for uh, 12 damage. Ah! Okay, my fortitude is fine. I got a 20 on my fortitude. You are not poisoned. Great. Ugh. Good lord. I'm gonna claw claw and then retreat is what's gonna happen here. That is a nat 20, so that should crit. Let's go. And that's a 19. That. So, which makes it. Confirm. You gotta now roll to confirm that crit. Does a 19 hit? It does. Fantastic. You got a crit in there. You got a crit hey, and then a standard hit. hit. I got a crit, a crit, and, a a crit and a standard hit. Yeah. So. <laughs> What's happening over there? <laughs> Ugh. Christ. That's awful. Okay, so it's 18 damage. Hey, that's still damage. But I rolled all ones, which is right. really unfortunate. It's all, it's all pure muscle. It's muscle through the rest. Like 18 damage, you take a good chunk out of it. You you know, you dig your claws into its, uh, like, you know, softer underbelly yeah. and just rip out big chunks of it. <laughs> and then I retreat. That really hurt you can. me. You can. Oh, you're oh, you right, I'm out. I'm in pain. Stand your ground. I'm in pain. Damius. I'm scared. Okay, so I'm going to fling some debris at it with a telekinetic projectile. Um, I have a 24 to, sorry, 23 to hit. That's going to hit. Uh, for four damage. Four damage. Okay, you take it like a nice little, you know, a, a piece of an armoire smacks it upside the head. <laughs> <laughs> How much space does it appear to have? How much what? Space. It's really in a tight space now. It's this room is not. It, it fills up a lot of the room. Cool. Hmm. And it is its turn. It is going to uh, attack Kata again and flip its tail at Kafka. Yeah. Kata, seventeen to hit. Yeah. Oh, you didn't cast Mage Armor. No. Oh, this is a lesson in casting Mage Armor. Can you cast Mage Armor? No, I can't. You have to do it. Uh, Katie, you're gonna take 15 damage. Yeah, I'm gonna die. Alright. Die, die? No, not die, die, but like, all very close. 
then Kafka, the tail slaps 13. Nope. He, he misses your, uh, it goes off of your beautiful shiny armor. Chink. And now it is your turn, Kafka. All right. Chrissy, are you still standing? No. Okay, Chrissy's fallen. Kata has fallen unconscious. You no longer have that plus two flank bonus. Okay. So, first off, does a 14 hit? 14 does not hit. That's fine, because the, the other two dice do not have a minus 10 penalty, and I have to confirm crits for both. Ooh! <laughs> I buried the lead there. You did, that was sexy. You know, like a liar. <laughs> okay, and that is going to be uh, a 19. That's gonna hit, that's gonna confirm. Cool. And a 17. Also going to confirm. Cool. Look at your rolls. I got, Look at them shine. Well, I got very lucky all of a sudden. So that's going to be... Sorry. I did not expect to crit twice. No. Who does? Me, when I killed you, Lister. Oh. I knew what was going to happen. That was fun. Okay. So I have to roll 48 damage. Uh, that's going to be 26 slashing damage. Damn! And Kafka drives his katana through the creature and then firmly cuts it in half and it starts spasming around on the ground before eventually settling down and just oozing green ichor onto the floorboards. He uh, whips up his katana and looks at like the oozing green centipede blood on the, the blade and flicks it off and there's a spatter on the floor. <laughs> and as he's kind of thinking, having his moment, he says, I couldn't do it, Kata. After what happened to you, Luster, I couldn't lose you too. So that's why I, and I turned around and I see her on the ground. I'm like, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> would like to spend her emerald, please. Unless somebody wants to heal me. You are currently negative. How, what's your negative at? Three. Let's first things first. Let's roll to stabilize. See if you just happens okay. naturally. Okay. That's a nine. Now you're down to a negative four. Okay. Great. Emerald. All right, you pop back <laughs> up. Let it be known that Christy took the little bee that is emerald colored and rolled it like a die as if that was going to make a difference. Threw it on the table. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Give me that emerald back. You pop back up feeling at one HP. Not good. I feel not good. I feel not good Ruth at all. Ruth comes over to you and she's like, oh my, you were so brave, Kata. I'm very impressed. Here, I made this earlier on the boat. I was hoping we wouldn't need to use it already, but... Here and she gives you some senbu bean paste. Thank you. While she's doing that and applying the senbu bean paste, I want to see about this sword and this armor that were so cool. Oh right. You come over. The sword glows with a faint aura of magic, and the armor also glows with an aura of magic. Cool. Um, Spellcraft be- to identify them. Sweet. I don't have those. What about a praise? <laughs> I thought. Do you not have like use magic? You know, I'll, I'll, you have use you have used magic devices. The thing, right? I do. Mm. You know, just for this, I don't give a shit enough. You can roll use magic device. All right. Yeah. Oh, I have to check magic. That also will work out. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I don't like hiding magic items from people. Like it's dumb. It's an eighteen. Eighteen. It is a long sword. It is a it is a flaming long sword, and the armor is a blinding breastplate with the holy symbol of Saren Ray emblazoned upon it. Hmm. Is that the kind of thing we would expect to find here? Ruth looks over. She's like, oh, that's that's my mother's armor. She wore that when she was still living down south. It just hung in her room as a kind of a, you know, a, a, a time of her life. I'm certain she would love to see us make use of it now. Well, that's all the, that's all the opinion I needed. And then I start putting on the armor. Cool. Uh, it is that has the blinding quality to it. Cool. A couple times per day, essentially, you can use it to. It glows, you know, very bright, and you can blind people. Makes for, sense for number of runs. Just watch where you point that. Yeah. Uh, Ruth looks around outside the room and starts kind of combing through some of this refuse, and she pulls out a long golden locket on a chain. And she opens it up, and it's a it's a picture of herself as a young girl, and her mother, and her father, and they're all holding each other and smiling. How quintessential. Oh, by the way, we have to step back for one quick thing. Mm-hmm. I have to see if I can turn off my dark half when that combat stopped. Oh, interesting. Okay. So basically, 
I'm just gonna roll. So it's good enough. Yeah, that's pretty good. I should have my dark half. Great. I'm yeah. glad it's your dark half is being shut down today. Yeah. <laughs> well, also the thing is, I only have so many rounds of it. Okay. So I, I spent two rounds of it. Okay. Yeah. Ruth looks up. We should get out of here. I I I don't want to linger in this place. It's there's too many memories. Yeah, I vote we leave. I'm certain, Kata. You look awfully beat up. Yeah, this is not okay. Let's go find everyone else. Maybe we can check out a couple other things in the village and let's get out of here. I, I don't want to linger. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of this chapter of the Mythos Manual. Hey! Things are getting Thanks for tuning in for this week's chapter of the Mythos Manual. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a review, and we'll be sure to send you good luck on all your future roles.